there's space for like the laptop and the mic because like over on this side which is like only this wide is like a whole shit ton of papers that i have been meaning to like look through and like clean up and like throw away for like months but just uh -huh. have not and it's gotten bigger and bigger there's <laughs> just a big pile <laughs> big pile of papers lamp that's like up out to here yeah so it's fun so it, so it's exactly what it looks like yes it is <laughs> it that's is so funny it is buck wild and you're kind of staring at yourself Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, if I look up, yes, here I am. Hi. <laughs> um, I'm going to start this mini flakes with a question and, and a small realization I came to. Okay. Hypothesis. Hypothesis. Better way to put it. Um, okay. I think the older that male actors get, there's like there is a, a peak point for them. And then at some point as they hit their 50s or 60s, they get worse. Worse in what sense? The like time, acting ability? The time between, yeah, maybe not their acting ability, but the time between their good movies gets further and further and further apart. Do Where you it's think not that's... the same for women? Like, I'll, I'll, I was like, all right, who are some people? Because uh, I, I watch man, man, a man named Otto, right? Tom Hanks. Man like, called what? Otto. Called Otto. Where the fuck Otto? Is, yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, a man may be called Otto. Um, <laughs> I don't know. When was the last good movie Tom Hanks was in? I mean, I probably haven't seen a Tom Hanks movie in 10 years. Not true. We watched that fucking boat movie. Oh, we did watch the fucking boat movie. I forgot all about that. What boat movie? I can't even Greyhound? remember. Greyhound? Is that about. what it is? Oh, that's yeah. right. God, I forgot about that. And then the movie, I, before, he was in that boat movie before that. Captain Will, Captain, what was it called? Captain fucking. Captain Phillips. I mean, that's yeah, that's yeah. a while ago. It's, it's longer ago than you think it is. Put it that way. Um, I think his last good movie was Toy Story 3. Maybe. I liked Bridge of Spies okay. thought that was a decent what movie. What fucking year was that? I don't know. Probably like five years ago. Maybe six. Yeah. Here's the thing. Looking at Pacino, Tom Hanks, Schwarzenegger, Jack Nicholson. I'm just listing off the dudes that were like big names when we were kids. Mel Gibson, I, Robert Redford, yeah. Clint Eastwood. I mean, Jack Nicholson pretty much doesn't act anymore, I think. Right? Stop. Like, I his last movie was 2010, it. right? Yeah. But his last good movie before that was... The Departed. The Departed, and then before that, as good as it gets. It's like five-year gaps between good movies for these guys. Which is not the same for Helen Mirren, Viola Davis, <laughs> Glenn Close, Judy Dench, Meryl Streep. They get better. Right. But the the specific thing there are people who are stars or big actors when they're young, right? Because it's like you also have people who are like only famous when they're old and kind of like you have like your Ian McKellen's and Patrick Stewart's and Anthony Hopkins where like they acted when they were young and you saw them when they were young. I mean, Anthony Hopkins was not that old when he was in Silence of the Lambs, but he wasn't young. like there's almost nothing you can like like Anthony Hopkins is not famous for the stuff that he was in when he was young. He's famous for the stuff that he's in when he was old. Yeah. But, uh, but yes, I, I, I do get your point. Like, I, I you could do that with pretty much anybody. I mean, think of like, I don't know, even, even like, you know, like somebody like Johnny Depp or something like that. It's like, I don't know. You start acting in a lot of shit, I feel like. And and I don't literally mean like shitty movies, although that too. Mm. But you start, you just start acting in a lot of stuff, I feel like, when you get to a certain age, unless you're like Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, his gap is four years, but every movie is yeah. a home run. Yeah, um, but I, I, I think it's especially the case since you're bringing it up with regard to Tom Hanks, like Tom Hanks had like quite a run, like through like through like the 90s and early 2000s of just like 
every movie he was in was like if if not like a great movie then certainly a watchable movie and a very like known movie like i don't know if i would call like i don't know like you've got mail like a great movie but it's like it's very watchable and like everybody knows you've got mail like come on so yeah. i I, de- I definitely know what you mean like him especially i feel like there was a run where it's like like he just didn't make a bad movie yeah so until this that movie- terminal movie oh. <laughs> i kind of like that terminal movie you i like, like it okay too but like i i liked it more when i watched it and i feel like in retrospect when i think about it it's like yeah that feels like the first like, kind of like clunker that 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 was sort of in there that was kind of like eh, like didn't didn't really didn't really do much like nobody really remembers it all that fondly it wasn't like all that well received mm-hmm. and it felt like the first movie in forever hit for him where that was the case and then i agree with you i feel like he's been in a lot of stuff where i don't know i mean i feel like this is a very long ago movie but i always think of like wasn't there that movie larry crown it was like him and julia roberts and it's like what was that movie like just <laughs> some random ass movie I always confuse that with the Thomas Crown affair. So um, they are very different. A man called Otto. I'm sure you guys are seeing this just push right to the fucking front of the Netflix page like crazy. And I've been avoiding it. Do you guys watch the trailer for it? I was like forced to a couple times because I also feel like when it was coming out, I like fucking saw the trailer for it everywhere, like like digitally, like I'm like fucking like TikTok or like YouTube ads because I still get YouTube ads. But I was like, I, like, there's, dude, there's two things you said there that kind of blow my mind. <laughs> that you watch TikTok? YouTube ads and that I watch TikTok. Yes, <laughs> fair enough. Um, I but didn't yeah, see the trailer for this movie, but I, but I did see like the first 25 minutes over someone's shoulder on an airplane with subtitles on. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, so you read was, it? Yeah, I was like, oh, that looks like Tom Hanks. Mm, interesting, interesting. Not That's the not movie c- I thought Tom Hanks would be in. That's all not right, creepy at all, Paul. That's not creepy at all. Just reading subtitles over someone's shoulder. Well, they were watching it on the on the uh, screen attached to the back uh, of their seat, okay. not, not like on their personal device. So, okay, it was creepy when he leaned over and breathed in the guy's ear and was like, "Move over to your left so I can see better." <laughs> What's happening over there? <laughs> uh. <sighs> Oh, summary. All right, so first and foremost, I say the movie came out in 2022. It did hit theaters and it made money. It made like 120 million bucks ish at the box office. Cost 50 million dollars to make. I think this movie made 120 million dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that is crazy. I mean, I know 120 million dollars isn't what 120 million dollars used to be, but still, I'm surprised it made that much money at the box office. 65 or something in the U.S. and the rest, you know, globally. Hmm. Inter- okay, worldwide it made 120. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking domestic. That that I can believe a little more. Still, it only cost them 50 million to make. This is one of yeah. those movies that, like, I don't know. I this is just goes back to my hypothesis is that maybe some of these like celebrity dudes just get worse and worse at picking picking movies as they get older. Except for Daniel Day Lewis. Like, I think they're just like, sure, let's do. And and it's definitely this movie is produced by him and his wife. And I think he just you know. He's kind of picking these things that he likes and we're all kind of being dumb shits and continuing to watch them. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I actually have an alternate hypothesis for Tom Hagen, which is not that he's worse at picking movies, but he doesn't care about the the marketability of the movie like he used to mm. and is picking the movies he wants versus like the, like the movie will be commercially successful. Um, 
I wonder if he produced that Mr. Rogers movie. That was a pretty good movie. I bet he but, did. I mean, I don't know if he did. I could look it up. But, like, it feels like the kind of movie he would have produced. <clears throat> um, premise of the movie, without, like, given any spoilers, is he plays a 63-year-old guy, takes place in Pittsburgh. He's a widower, and he lives in this, like, weird row house condo type of condo community. Um, and he plays this like very, very angry old man that nitpicks everything. It can't like let the tiny things go. If somebody's like parking in the wrong spot in his neighborhood, he'll just like go ape shit because that's what the sign says. He wants the opening scene. He wants five feet of rope, but he gets charged for six feet of rope, and it's like an extra eight cents. He he's basically like a, a, a like an old man that's like a Karen, if you will. He's just like, well, like I need to talk to the manager type of person. Um, and it is revealed over time that the, that the reason he is this way is that he has decided that his life is not worth living without his wife. Uh, and every time he tries to manifest that, in various different ways, shotgun, sitting in a car, suffocating himself, hanging himself, all the different ways in which he's trying to manifest his own death. Uh, he gets interrupted by somebody in the neighborhood, new, new neighbor moving in, knocking on the door. Can I borrow an Allen wrench? Uh, another neighbor saying, can you help me bleed my radiator? Um, I don't know. It's like the general, generally the neighbors need help with something. And I, the, it's funny is this, not funny. This movie is listed as half drama, half comedy. It's it's not funny as a thing. Like there's there is no levity. So, uh, what I'll say is, um, <laughs> of note, there are some of the neighbors are pretty good. There's this woman, Mar uh, Marianne Trevino. She plays a neighbor who is like the one that connects with them the most. Um, there's another neighbor, Juanita Jennings, who plays like a long-term neighbor that has been the neighbor in the neighborhood for like 60 years. And their, their relationship is like interesting. Um, but you know, as you can imagine, it's like, it's a very heavy topic. And for me, it's a two hour movie. The first 45 minutes is just him being a fucking dick. And like, it's very, <laughs> and it's just like, we get it. But like by 45, I don't know when you were over, when you were over, Overlooking that woman's that person's shoulder on the plane, Paul. That I, I assume you got the point. This guy's just a dickbag. Yeah, and 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 basically, like, is like, yes, constantly being interrupted by this, uh, by the new family next door, whom I assume he begrudgingly starts to accept and lets joy into his heart by the end. That's speculation. I didn't watch the rest of the movie. I realized I've seen a minute and a half of this as well which is oh. the, the five feet versus six feet of rope at like the Home Depot or whatever. Oh, when you, when you said that, I was like, oh yeah, I've seen that part. Guess where I saw it? On a plane. No, TikTok. Come on. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. Hey, keep up, keep up. <laughs> Apparently I don't have that doom scroll like you do down. Exactly. You got um, to go pretty far to get to the man called auto. I'm on, uh, I'm on man called auto talk over here. Just... My FYP is filled with man called auto clips. Yeah. One of the things that would have made this movie better, there is moments where they interstitch kind of the background story and it starts to explain how much he, how much his relationship with his, his wife meant to him. But even the, and, and the, um, 
and this is maybe why maybe Paul, your theory is right. The, the person that plays his, his younger version of him is his son. Mm. And this movie is produced by he and his wife, Rita Wilson. So like maybe they just made the movie to give his son a break. This is this is Chet or like a third. So I assume it's not Colin Hanks who does not need a break. It's not Colin Hanks. And I don't think it's Chet because I think Chet's kind of a fuck up, isn't he? Yeah, I don't know what he did. He was right. Like he was he was the one who was the rapper for a Friends. while. Yeah, yeah rapper. I don't, I don't know if he still is or what he does I, now. I think yeah, no, no, uh, really. Yeah. He raps on t- on TikTok. I'm sure he does. <laughs> this is well, he might. Yeah, this is pre TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I'll say this much: even the younger version of Otto was. I would say he was a dick, but he was just like this desperate guy that didn't really have much going for him and he kind of convinced this girl to marry him and that seems to be all he had going for him was that like he convinced this woman to marry him so i don't know you're right paul by the end um he he opens his heart to his neighbors and he he views all these things as a sign from his 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 passed away wife that he should that he should stick around for a while and um the movie ends with uh, I can't t- tell you how the movie ends, but but it, it, it doesn't end it doesn't end happily. A musical number, no? yeah, uh, that would be great. That would be great. <laughs> it was a two-hour movie. That's, a, that's, a, that's the thing that uh, Willie didn't tell you. This is actually also a jukebox musical. <laughs> <laughs> you might have improved it. Featuring um, the music of Chet Hanks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's like it's a big break. <laughs> It's a hip opera. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those two hour movies that felt like it was three. Mm. Yeah, it kind of sounds like it. Which makes sense because I feel like if they overplay the whole like, oh, he's a dick, he's a dick, like that shit gets old fast, I would imagine. Yeah, kind of. Um,. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about this movie. It, there, there's these movies that we watch for Podflix because, and I'm like, if I didn't have a podcast, I definitely would have turned this off exactly where you did, Nish, right into the five feet, five feet. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck this shit. And I'm like, I'm watching this because I have a podcast and that's it. Yeah. This, Worth movie, it. Got, this movie got a 60%, I think, in Metacritic and a 50% in Rotten Tomatoes or scratch that, reverse it, something like that. I, for the life of me, can't understand. Um, how it got that high. I can. The performances, actually. I'll say, the performances were solid. I, I can't knock Tom Hanks for his acting. No. I mean... Acting was solid. He's good. Yeah. The movie was shit. It happens. I'm looking to see, like, who else is in this movie. It's, it's given me pause, man. I mean, generally, I still watch most Tom Hanks movies, but, like, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to... I'm not just going to sign up. Really, you were still you were still like on the train for anything Tom Hanks. Mostly, yeah, mostly. And you know what this is making me do is making me pause for other actors. Like, what do you mean? Like uh, he's ruined other actors now? Yeah, kind of. Like Brad Pitt. Yeah, I think that's fair. I I I'm kind of at a point with all of those actors of like that age, and they're not all the same age, so I guess that's not really fair. But like. The, the actors who were in that like 50 to early 60s kind of thing to where it's out. like for most of them, I'll give you my one exception at the end, but for most of them at this point, it's like I 
very closely way like what the movie actually looks like like it's not just going to be like oh, i'll watch it because you know it's probably good because so-and-so's in it um my exception in that realm is probably tom cruise because tom cruise kind of only makes blockbusters at this point that it's like oh yeah i'm gonna see that mm. dicaprio for me dicaprio i think is a little younger than what i'm looking at here right because dicaprio's mid 40s i is think he, is he like our age he's, he's older than us but not much right am i wrong is he i think he's like 47 right something like that oh man so while you're looking it up i was just going through so Greyhounds from 2020. I was just going through the the next Tom Hanks movie, the next most recent Tom Hanks movie that I saw. Uh, the next most recent movie after Greyhounds with Tom starring Tom Hanks. Yeah, Angels and Demons from 2009. You didn't see the Toy you Story saw, movies. I saw Toy Story one and two. You didn't see the third one. Nope. Wow. Third one's good. <laughs> I, I'm sure it is. My my yeah. kid loves it, but I haven't seen it. Um. Yeah, that doesn't totally surprise me. Uh, good old angels and demons. I forget. Does he still have his bad haircut in that? That he has. Yeah, he sure does. He does right. Yeah, I've seen yeah. all three of those. I, I saw Inferno too. After that, um, but I saw it like just like a year ago. It was on TV or something, and I was like, oh, this movie. I don't even know there was a third one. Yeah, like a, a, the, the third Dan Brown. Like what's his name? Langdon. Why well, can't I remember his Robert name. Langdon? Yeah. Robert Langdon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Di- Di- DiCaprio's 48. He'll be 49 uh, at the end of the year. Damn. So a little older than I thought. Don't worry. His girlfriend's still 24. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Did you guys um, like Castaway? Um, um, <laughs> I don't love it. I'll yeah, I, I agree with that. That's hilarious. Because <laughs> I also have always the same reaction. People are like, oh, Castaway is a great movie. And I was like, eh. It's a good yeah. movie. I mean, he's he's very good in it, but it just doesn't quite do it for me. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm consistently bored every time that movie comes I was, out. I was going to say, it's it's another movie that to me feels longer than it is. <laughs> I mean, I saw it in the theater and have no desire to see it since, so. Yeah. I, I saw it in the theater with you, I believe, and probably the other times I've seen it is on TV, and I'm like, this is boring as shit. <laughs> Castaway was the uh, movie puzzle I did today, the one where they show you the still frames. The very first frame was like a close up of a FedEx envelope, and it was like, well, fuck, I'm going to guess Castaway. What other movie do I know that has FedEx as like a very like prominent part of it? Right. It's like, might as well guess Castaway, and it was Castaway. So there we go. All right. Well, hard pass on Man Called Auto. Yeah. And soft pass on Castaway. <laughs> Unless it's on TikTok, you can watch a thousand one-minute clips. Yeah, exactly. Just, just, just watch a one-minute clip clip of uh, Tom Hanks trying to buy five feet of rope on that island from Wilson. <laughs> well, I'm definitely gonna run, not walk to see Inferno. Now that I know there's a third movie. <laughs> That's right. 